What is up, you beautiful bastards? It's your boy Tortilla, aka Rabbi Can't Lose, aka No Kagan. This is part of the Ask Noah series. I was number 30 at Facebook, number four at mint.com. Really? Damn, that was a while ago. And I've helped start a bunch of companies. Some worked, some did not work. And today I run appsumo.com. It is the number one site online for software deals. We promote insane software deals at great prices for solopreneurs. So if you make software, we'll sell it. If you're starting or growing an online business, we'll get you software at dope prices. If you're growing or starting an online business, go check out AppSumo.com. Today, we have three amazing questions we're going to be going over. Number one, what is AppSumo's growth tactics for 2023? What is this, a competitor asking? What the hell is that? Two, no, I didn't sneeze. I said two. How to monetize your YouTube channel as an artist. Oof, what's an artist? And three, how to get more clients as a personal trainer. Not personnel, personal. These are, wow, I'm silly today, but these are questions you've submitted, and I am going to give you detailed, exquisite detail answers about these. Oh, but I don't know. I'm sorry if you guys have to listen to this, but I am enjoying making it for you, and I, I do like laughing sometimes. I hope you guys like laughing too. I'm going to take a sip of coffee. <sighs> Submit your own questions at okdork.com slash asknoah. True story. I tried to buy dork.com. The guy wanted a million. I was like, bro. Okay. Dork.com, $8. Okay, dork.com slash ask no. Submit your questions if you want me to answer some of your questions in the future. Thank you, George Chu, as well, for always helping set up these podcasts. Question number one is from Josh Stokes. Hello, Noah. If you were able to share about AppSumo, what are some of the newer growth tactics that the AppSumo team is implementing or trying to implement? Are there any tactics you could share with entrepreneurs of a smaller scale? No, no. You have to buy my course. Go to AppSumo.com. No, I'm just kidding. I'm going to tell you everything, dude. This is going to surprise you. It's going to take a while. So, so buckle in wherever you're checking out this podcast. For AppSumo, specifically around our marketing, we're actually really focusing on old growth tactics. And I know, dun, dun, dun. We think of it as double down. And I think that's really what's done us well at AppSumo, which is if in, in any of your own business, whether it's coaching, whether it's services, whether it's freelancing, whether it's software, uh, whatever it is, maybe it's retail, what has worked in getting you customers? My buddy, Adam Gilbert, mybodytutor.com was telling me that he was working with some influencers. And I was like, well, do you have more influencers lined up? He's like, no, bro, Sarah, we need to get more influencers. And I was like, yeah. So instead of the newer, shinier, tic-tac-ian things, I do think number one is what's worked for you historically that you can go back and revisit. Okay. So obviously, Josh, I'm not going to leave you with just that, bro. I got you. But that's number one that we're really thinking of. Second thing that we're really dialing in at AppSumo this year is who are the ideal customers? So AppSumo has been a variety of customers over the year from, and maybe it doesn't seem that way to you, uh, but about 12, 13 years ago when, when I started it, it was people doing startups like myself in San Francisco. Uh, and that evolved to being kind of more agencies. We called them marketing agency mat. And today we're focused on solopreneurs. We don't have some cool name yet, but we'll get one. And so those are individuals of companies, less than four people that are coaches, freelancers, agencies, startups that are just doing it on a very small scale and want to have expensive using tools at affordable prices. And so that's what really we're focusing on. So for you and your businesses, who is the one person you really want? And, you know, there's Chet Holmes has talked about it in uh, Ultimate Sales Machine, which is like, who is your dream customers? And sometimes people are like, I need to do all this marketing. And it's like, no, make a list of your dream customers. And I think ourselves included have mistakenly gotten away from that. And so be very clear on that. Now, coming back into some more tactics and things like that, of course, I'm going to give you that. The number one thing if we're, we're talking about tactics and things we're implementing is you have to have start with a goal. So let's say for AppSumo or for your business, it's how many customers do we want this year? Or how much revenue do we want this year? Or how many signups do we want this year? And be very clear on what your goal is. Know who your customer is. And lastly, go and revisit some of these old growth tactics. All right. So I've given you the standard foundational things that you need to think of. Now let's talk about 
the juicy stuff. So here's some other things that we are thinking about that we believe will help, you know, grow AppSumo and get more customers into our ecosystem and so forth. Number one is that the driver of our business historically, and even to this day, is email. Our revenue, I think 40%, maybe 50% comes from email. So we are revisiting and re-optimizing our site a lot around email collection, around our homepage, around our deal pages, around the flows of our email, uh, as well as investing in the team. I think the AppSumo email team, maybe around four to six people, plus an agency that supports it. So it's like, wow, that's kind of a lot of people. It's like, yeah, that's that's a really important part of our business. So I think for you, what has been the driver of your business? Is it Twitter? You know, I was talking to Justin Welsh. LinkedIn was big for him. Email's been big for us. So what is the main driver? And, and be clear on that from a marketing perspective. So we're going back and thinking about, okay, what are the ways that we can drive quality email signups to AppSumo? So in terms of getting people to the email signup, because, you know, you have to get them to the site, we're testing, trying to do one to two core things to get them into the AppSumo world. So the way that I would I'd recommend for you to think about this, like what is the flagship gateway thing for bringing someone to, into your store, right? So in and out it's a burger. <laughs> and so for AppSumo, we've tried a few different things out. So what's worked recently is monthly 1K. So that's a course we created five years ago and we've updated it every year since then, which is basically how to start a, a $1,000 month business, which is how we've done, how we create AppSumo. And so we actually made monthly 1K a dollar recently. And I think we'll end up making around 10 and that's been an amazing way of getting people, helping them start on their business journeys, getting them to AppSumo for an affordable price, and then getting them kind of like, oh, what else can AppSumo help me with as I get my business going? And so that's been one thing. The other thing has been AppSumo Originals. So tidycal.com, sendfox.com, kingsumo.com. Those are kind of our core products. We also have some other ones that we're testing at $1 price point. So Sleek Bio, Shorty SMS, uh, Email Badge. And so we're testing those at $1. And really what it is is like, who's your customer? And then what's the thing that they would love? So if it's a solopreneur, what's the tool or information or PDF or template, whatever it is that they would love? And this really applies for any type of business. If you're a coach, like what's your signature thing, right? Is it like some review that you do? Is it some template that you do? Is it some tests that you do? Whatever that is, figure out your core driver to get people to your business. Uh, a few other things that we're doing at AppSumo and implementing that you can frankly do at any side of scale is we're upgrading our business intelligence, BI, so this can be done by anybody, but really what we used to do a lot of, and we've kind of gotten away from that is figuring out like which source on AppSumo is our best customers. How do customers that came in through different cohorts, which means through different periods of time, compare? If people join via a free product versus a paid product, which ones end up spending more or less over time? So this, this sounds kind of more fancy schmancy and there, there, it does get more complicated over time, but for you really thinking about like, how can you upgrade your statistics or analytics, even Google Analytics, to get really some basic data to help you make better decisions around your marketing? That's something that we've struggled with. Uh, I think we've done a good job of it, but we've struggled recently as like data has grown and the business has grown and got more complicated. How do we simplify that so that we can make like, hey, we're spending half a million dollars a month between ads and affiliate. Which of these people are best in affiliate? Should we be spending more on ads? Should we be spending more for new buyers or return buyers? There's just a lot of these types of questions. And I would encourage for everyone, what are the basic data points that you can use to really improve your business? Next up in, in our marketing is leveraging the NOAA, me, brand more. So I am a spokesperson for AppSumo.com. Check it out. Um, so how do we tie the success of my personal brand to AppSumo? Via YouTube, okdork.com, Instagram, TikTok. Uh, and so what we're doing moving into the new year is tying like NOAA as an affiliate. So... Basically, there'll be 
It's like how I can help pay for the brand, like creating this this podcast or creating a YouTube channel. You know that that costs money to create. And so, how do I, by driving people to AppSumo, get some commission that I can use then to pay for the team? And it really just ties my incentives, which is a whole interesting topic in business, better to the AppSumo business. So. I don't know, like if you think about brands on Twitter, like how many do you really follow? Like not a lot. Like you do follow it, but you follow the main person. Uh, maybe some brands like Nike and, and certain ones, yeah, but you follow like the creator, Nathan Berry of ConvertKit. A lot of people know me at AppSumo. And I think in your own business, like you should put yourself out there. And I think that's a better way of humanizing your brand and building a business than just having like just Nike, right? But even Nike, like how did Nike get built? It got built basically because of Jordan and LeBron and all these superstars that then people are like, oh, I like Nike because of them. So for yourself, think about how do you build your own personal brand and find the medium that works for you to build that brand. Like for me, it's been on YouTube, wherever it is for you, find that and enjoy it. Two last things that we're thinking about is reallocating budget around new buyers versus return buyers. So a lot of people I think are familiar with like remarketing or retargeting. So if someone visits your website or you have someone's email, you can show them ads all across the web. We spend around 70% of our advertising in that area, which doesn't mean it's wrong, but it's definitely like, wow, we're spending a lot of money to get people who've already seen AppSumo. Maybe there's ways of evaluating that spend and moving that allocation to people who haven't seen us. And so that's something we're going to be testing and we think is worthwhile. Again, if a lot of people have not done paid advertising, I mean, it works. (laughs) I don't know. It's an interesting thing. Like SEO is great because it's like a garden and you plant it and it works over a very long period of time. And the nice thing about ads, you turn them on and they just get going immediately and you turn them off and they take away all the juice right away. But it's definitely something if you think of your marketing arsenal or marketing pie, you don't have to include it, but it's definitely something that works. And so I would consider including it if you have not yet, especially if you have a high price point or high margins, I definitely think it's worthwhile. And last thing around AppSumo is we're, we're reviewing and revisiting and tightening, I would say, the consistency of our brand. I, I like to say the word reviving the AppSumo core brand. So, you know, what do you think of when you think of AppSumo? I think a lot of you guys might be familiar with it. So what do you think of it? And I think, you know, our brand's evolved over years. There's been different people in the kitchen talking about the brand and touching the brand. And so just really simplifying it so we have like kind of consistent messaging coming out through our brand and having a person lead our brand. Uh, and so that's that's a lot of the different things that we're doing all across the board. I think zooming out here, Josh, the thing that we did, we actually did it in the business and I did it in marketing and I found it really helpful is write out all the things that suck in your marketing or in your business. And so I made a list of all the things in our marketing that pissed me off. I was like, I hate that our brand has inconsistency where we're like, we're goofy here, but then we're serious here. And then we're like, try hards over there. And I'm not hating on anyone. I'm just saying like, that's how it felt to me. And I didn't like that all of our ads are to new people. And I didn't like that we don't know how to make some decisions on our spending in marketing. And so I made a list of all the things I hate. And then I was like, all right, well, how can I prioritize what's going to give you the biggest lift? So whatever is your goal, you know, think about, all right, well, what would make the biggest impact to my goal? And then choose just a few of those things to really do in Q1 or in the entire next year coming up. And that was a really helpful exercise about things I hate to then figure out, all right, well, which of these do I think will make the biggest impact? And let me go solve those. All right, Josh, that was a lot of marketing. I'm, I hope it helped you. Let me know. Again, if you have questions that you want me to talk about or answer, okdork.com slash asknoah. Next up is Kevin Kramer. What up, man? I've seen your name for a very long time. I always love seeing people's names I'm familiar with. It's like, cool. Yeah, we've been doing this for a while. He said, I have a YouTube channel teaching art with 16,000 subscribers. That's great. Courses on YouTube, but I'm having trouble with where to go next. I want to be able to sell more art, not just services, but commissions usually come from friends and family and aren't that lucrative right now. What would you recommend? Kevin, my dog. Congrats. What would I recommend is keep going. This is a, a common thing in business that we have some success. We have momentum. It's actually working. And we're like, nah, it's not working great enough. And it's like, dude, just keep going. I promise you it'll pay off. 
And you're not alone. This is a very common thing that myself and a lot of different entrepreneurs do because no, maybe they don't have the support or they get bored-itis and they're like, oh, I got to do something else. It's like, no, dude, just keep going. You got it. So I'd really want you to keep going on it. In terms of wanting to sell more art and not just services, like that'll take some time. But what's been working for you is, is great. You have a lot of subscribers that, that gets paid. You got course on Udemy, that's getting paid. Slow your roll, you're doing great. There is a phrase, I don't think Sam Paro said it, and I think some of you may have heard it, it's ikigai. Japanese have such cool words. And really what it means and what it is about business is like, what does the world want and what do you want to do? That's kind of like, I'm giving you the abbreviated version. It's like, what does the world really want from you? And then what do you want to be doing? And so that's really what I'd be thinking about, man. So, you know, easiest thing in life sometimes is give the people what they want. And if the Udemy and the courses are working right now on the YouTube, I would keep going for that. So let's kind of like zoom out and talk about some different things happening here. So first off, where do you want to go? Is it you want to be an artist and you don't want YouTube and these other things? Because that's what the world is kind of saying they're asking of you. And it seems like they're saying this is working. But get clear on your destination. I've always believed this in business. Like once you're very clear on what you want, getting it is really, really easy. It is. But figuring out what you want is really, really hard. You know, if you think about it, like you want to go somewhere, you want to be an artist and you're like, all right, I have a plan. But then sometimes there's traffic or there's accidents or there's potholes. So I do think, Kevin, I want, to, I want you to be open-minded to adjusting your path that like, hey, maybe I have a YouTube and I have courses and I have an email list and then like I have some automation maybe, which we can talk about. And I'm making actually a lot of good money and maybe I don't need to make a ton of money on my art, but I get to do my art because these other things are paying the bills and that's beautiful. So just be open-minded to adjusting your path. So let's go now into specifics of your, of your question about what would I'd recommend. So first off, keep doing what's working. I know, I know you don't want to hear that because you're like, no, I got to do this other thing. How do I sell more art? It's like, well, you got Udemy, you got these courses, you got services and video, collect some emails, which we'll talk about in a second, but don't stop doing that. Keep that going. Secondly, figure out how you can sell a course, probably via your email list. You can use sendfox.com or another service that you can use automation, which means that emails will happen around the clock without your involvement selling courses or whatever. And you can actually have a business running 24 seven. And guess what? If you want to sell art or whatever else you want to sell, you don't have to really worry about it, which I think is an amazing thing that could be happening. Uh, third, I think selling your art to friends and family is the foundation, right? So keep dialing that in. Most artists, like I got to interview an artist I bought art from. I was like, how'd you get going? He's like, I sold art to my friends and family. That's a great thing. It's amazing that you've created something that people are excited to buy. Now, if you want to start expanding outside of that, here's ways that I would consider how do you sell art outside? This is the number one way I've heard of like home artists, I guess is what I would call them. And these are friends who are like, yeah, I like art and I just put it online and people seem to give me money for it. It's on Facebook Marketplace. And I don't know if that's something you're already doing, but I've had numerous friends be like, yeah, I put it on Facebook Marketplace. I sold a bunch of art. And I was like, people buy art on Facebook Marketplace? Anyways, definitely check it out if you haven't done that. Number one, though, is keep selling to your friends and family. Keep doing that. It's working. Number two, I would try Facebook Marketplace. And then three, I would go to referrals of those friends and family. Like who else do you think would like this kind of art? There's other ways I think you can sell art. So could you put it in places that your ideal customers are? So like coffee shops, dentists, offices, like who's the ideal buyer and where do they go, right? Is it Airbnbs? Is it churches, synagogues? I don't know. And the last thing, I would keep putting your art out there consistently. So is it on social media? Is it on TikTok? Are you recording you painting on YouTube? Are you posting or wherever, you know, medium, but since someone listens to this in 20 years, maybe whatever medium is that of that time, are you putting your art out there? So they think there's a, better, a bunch of different ways of getting out there. And I think you're doing it, man. Just keep going. I wouldn't put so much pressure that you have to give up what's already working to jump to this art thing because I think you're doing great and keep it up. All right, question three from Nino De Orsi. What an awesome name. Name of the day. Uh, hi, Noah. I'm a personal trainer. I hate people to rediscover their body through movement. Hell yeah. I freelance and do everything on my own. 
and I recently moved to a new country, Luxembourg. I'm not good with social media, so my question is, how do I get more clients locally from scratch, online and offline? P.S. I don't like working in gyms. I prefer to work outside or at home. What up, my dog, Nino? I got your back, man. The best way in any business to get clients is how you've already gotten your clients. And so it sounds like you've already been a personal trainer. You've already helped get clients. Now, again, this is kind of what we talked about in question number one. But this is the number one mistake that a lot of businesses make. They don't do the thing to help work them in the beginning. So it sounds like with word of mouth referrals are how you got your original clients where you lived before. How can you do that same exact thing in Luxembourg or those previous clients? Can you ask them if they know one person in Luxembourg? Referrals are, are one of the best and most effective ways of getting clients in any business. Like think about movies. Almost all movies or shows are because someone told you, hey, go watch this show. I know, but you're like, Noah, well, let's talk more about marketing. I know. So let's do some marketing stuff. So first off, have a clear goal. And this is something I've talked about a lot in marketing over many times. And you guys are like, ah, oh, we've heard it. It's like, yes, I'm going to keep repeating the thing that matters. And so one of the biggest mistakes I see people miss in their business is they're not clear. And so that could be, I want three customers by 2023. I want 100,000 in revenue. I want 10 people to change their bodies. I want five recurring customers a month. I don't care. It doesn't matter about what I want. It's what you want. So I need you to choose whatever goal to work from. Because like if you're doing physical fitness, the same thing, like I want to be able to run this speed. I want to bike this distance. I want my body to have this weight. Um, you need some clarity of your goals. So now how would I approach getting clients for this type of business? First off, for me, starting out a business, your network is your most valuable asset. So who do you already have in your network? So who do you have on LinkedIn? Who do you have in your phone book? Who do you have from your friends and family? Who do you have on social media? Wherever. And so I would really think about how do you take advantage of that to be, able to, to be able to get clients versus making it harder on yourself. And then second, what I do have to call out, and, you know, and this is something that a lot of people make mistakes on when they're starting businesses, you may be teaching something that no one wants. And I know that's not what you want to hear, but you have to be flexible. And this is kind of going back to question number two, to what people are excited to pay you for. So begging someone to buy so that you can transform their body, it may suck and you may be begging and no one may be wanting it and it can get only harder. So I really think you should be considering when you're interacting with people like no one has to convince anyone to buy ice cream <laughs> or like you don't have to convince people to eat a hot dog. I don't know, maybe you do for hot dogs, but like cheeseburgers or whatever the hell it is, you don't have to convince. It's really, really easy. And so I think I really want you to think about like as you're interacting with people and talking about health and fitness and bodies and working with them, like people do in January want trainers. So it's coming up on a great time for you to be really active to get involved with people. So some ways that I would consider in terms of getting more customers. One, host free classes in public parks. I've seen this a lot in Austin and Zilker Park. I've seen it in a lot of different places, actually almost all across the world. So parks, other homes, like how do you have group classes and invite people, just do it for free. So do it for free so people come out, they see it, they bring their friends. They're like, oh, that was really fun. Like in Austin, there's a sprint class. Some guys just started sprinting and then they started having sprint workshops. Even for me, I went to this thing called Wednesdays. A friend hosted at his house so every Wednesday, they have a free workout. And then everyone would be like, dude, it was a great workout. I can bring a friend. And then you keep bringing friends. And then eventually now, they're actually selling a mastermind program to people that go to that workout. But it was really just an awesome way to meet cool people and, and have tough workouts. And it felt really bonded. And so one, I really wanted to go. No one had to convince me. And two, it was free. And three, eventually, yeah, I think they do sell some things there, which you can do. But I, sometimes I think we want to sell so quickly, which is not always a bad thing. But this is a way of building up your audience, building up what people actually want or don't want. And then you could monetize it at a next thing. Number two, you said you don't want to do social media, but it is the way that most people find out about things like this. Like they follow influencers, they follow people who have good bodies. Like, you know, Ido Portal, he's one of the most famous body movement people. He was posting like a lot of different things online on Instagram specifically, 
about him doing body flow. And I went to one of his workshops just because I saw his Instagram. So keep posting your stuff on social media. I looked up your Instagram. And by the way, if you guys are submitting questions in the future, your Instagram is instagram.com Nino, D-O-R-S-I. And you don't really have much posted there about this stuff. So uh, yeah, go post it, dude. And then try to reach out to one person a day in Luxembourg that you can befriend yourself that maybe is posting about physical fitness or that you think could be interested in something like this. But yeah, I like doing marketing that I'm in total control of. I hate marketing where I have to kiss people's ass. I don't know. I just don't want to kiss someone's ass. I want to be like, what am I in control of? I can control my social media. I can control reaching out. I can't control them responding. But you're in total control of this. What else do people who like doing this kind of training do? And so I think this is a great marketing point, which is like, what is medium connection? And so what I mean by this is that if someone loves UFC, are they also going to love this? If someone loves like AirPods, are they also going to love this? So what else does someone who's liking to do functional training like do? Do they eat organic? Do they eat ramen noodles, which I might get for dinner again tonight. I really like it. But what is it that they do that you can then go and market there or be there and meet other similar like-minded people who would also like what you're doing? Number three, go back to number one. I know, damn, I like I did that. Number one is referrals. So see if you know anyone that has friends or anyone in Luxembourg. Yeah, I'm gonna annoy you. Number four, all right, I'm trying some crazier shit. Can you post flyers offline? So I know, I see them sometimes and I think in like European countries, it works pretty well. Like, where's your customer? Are they at a market? Are they at a coffee shop? Where are they making decisions to consider something like this? Are they buying like sexy clothes? So I don't, I think for your stuff, not many people are thinking, oh man, today we really would like to have functional training. But I'll tell you what I am thinking about lately because I'm 40 and like my body's a little more creaky. I'm like, damn, I really wish I had better stretching. There's these businesses in Austin called, and actually uh, there's a few in America called Stretch Labs. And I'm like, man, I would pay probably 50 bucks for someone to come over at least once a week to stretch me straight up. And I would actually start looking for that. So that's the kind of thing I think you want to be thinking of like, oh, people probably want to be stretched. Does even know what functional training is? And so again, how do you put yourself in that place? So maybe at gyms, you can put something about stretching or training and whatever, it's not competitive to them. But yeah, post flyers or think about, again, like who's the customer, what's the mindset and making a decision around that and post flyers in that place. And lastly, I would consider, we talked about social media, but put up YouTube videos and maybe selling courses or online coaching for this type of thing as well. I'm not saying it's what you want to do. Maybe it's what you need to do though. And uh, that's a lot of different things that you can consider. A lot of this stuff, it's like, if you can have fun with it, where you're like, hey, I, I just love doing it. Let me see if I can recruit people from it instead of I do think there's a lot of times we put so much pressure, like I have to have a business and I have to make money and I have to sell these things and I have to, it's like, bro, just chill. It's all good. And I think you're going to be fine with that. That's a wrap. I hope you love the episode as much as we did making it for you. If you have questions, submit them at okdork.com slash asknoah. Make sure to follow me at youtube.com slash okdork. We put out insanely funny and effective, juicy business videos to inspire you on your business journey. And if you're a solopreneur, go to appsumo.com slash noah. And join the newsletter to find the best tools at insane prices to help you start or grow your own online business. Have a delightful day. What's your favorite brand of water? <laughs> <laughs>